15th of June, 2021. And you have entered the most random place in the universe. The stream of random. What's happening, people? Are you ready for another dose? Your booster shot? Your injection? Well, you came to the right place. So roll up your sleeve. And let me swap you down with some alcohol. And get ready. For the needle. So did you have a good night? It's been a long time since we last talked. Eight hours. But you came back for more. Just seeing, uh, checking in on grandma's chickens, or our chickens. And, uh, she's supposed to have some lady here watching them. But I haven't seen her car. I'm just going to swing by the fence and take a look. I don't hear him. They miss me. I gotta bring them some food. Oh boy, the sun is up. It's already so late. I don't know what the hell I'm gonna do out here in the sun. It's gonna be a swim, swim day, let me tell you. A swimming Sunday. But um, I wanted to get my walk in, get my episode out, and. Um, I was just thinking, we're approaching 400 episodes. And uh, we're not stopping. I feel like I have to do more walks and eat less. Because I have been pigging out baby coming and all. Mm, smell of fiberglass. That's one thing I can't stand. Thanks, Dad. Fiberglass resin. That's, oh, my God. Love you, Dad. So, um... some news. I implemented that algorithm that we talked about. And it's a very simple one. And I'll explain it to you. You take the digits and every time you see a digit, you say what is the next digit? And we create pairs of those. And if the digits have already been assigned to another one, then you create a new frame. 
but first you look and get rid of the other frames. You get rid of duplicates. So you only keep the um, you only keep the unique ones. And you always write to an empty one. So might might not, not be the most efficient algorithm because obviously we could search through all of the other frames for the perfect match. And right now we're just searching through them when it's full or when there's a collision. But it produces some interesting results, which I wanted to report on. So, uh, it turns out that for some large numbers, the, um, turns out that for some large numbers, the, um, number of frames is growing. So that there's always remainders and there's always a unique set of digits non-repeating and when I sort at the end I print out all of the frames that I found one of them has 600 frames six hundred non-repeating pairs of numbers and it turns out that was a problem so the longest the ones with the longest um, sets of frames were primes I checked three of them they were all primes so I'm thinking that I have a new prime algorithm here that doesn't require any previous knowledge except maybe some kind of cutoff point like how many frames we're looking for we're gonna look we're gonna explore the count of numbers we're gonna analyze this data some more like the frame count to the number size etc But I'm really quite excited about this finding. And I think I'm onto something. That we might have a new way to quickly. When quickly I mean quickly find primes. Or determine if they are primes. Maybe not find them. evaluate them so we're gonna look into that some more at least we're gonna learn something so that's my math journal for today I posted the updated program in the telegram chat it's in Python it's pretty simple now the next improvement would be to maintain a dictionary 
or a tree structure of um, all the uh, basically to search for existing um, to search for existing um, search for existing uh, pairs in the list so that would be the next step so yeah so the raspberries are coming up people were walking right behind me, but who cares? It's a lady with her husband. One of the few daily walkers. These aren't done yet. But soon. Mm, nice and sour. So I planted a ton of carrot seeds and lettuce seeds today, beets and cauliflowers. Just to get them into the ground. We don't have enough lettuce going. Hmm, these are great berries. Need more lettuce. Nothing like fresh garden lettuce. Our raspberry bushes are going crazy. They're growing everywhere and growing berries and the blackberries. I think it's the third year and they're going strong, strong, strong. some berries today with a kid, a kiddo. My wifey might not be so into walking in the heat, but I guess we can get up in the morning and pick them. Look at all these deer trails these deer footprints. I feel like an Indian tracker now. How you guys doing? Did you miss me? 
How's the weather over there? You feeling good? You enjoying the summer? Oh, there's a deer here on my path, just looking at me. It's almost blended in. It's got almost perfect camouflage. And then with a wag of its tail, it signals the others to run. The white-tailed deer. It has quite the um, signaling system with its tail. Look at this tall grass, it's amazing. And these elder flowers. Now my elderberry trees are going really nice. They're getting big, big, big. I mean, not as big as they were, but the one is growing four stalks and two of them are independent two bunches so that's really great really happy about that so elder transportation transplantation has gone has gone well elder transportation transplantation So you may wonder where all of this is going. Just listening to No Agenda Show, which is on today at 12. I was listening to Arrow this morning. He was talking about being a failed radio guy. And um, I was thinking I really got to work on my communication skills, but also really more than communication. Before you decide how to say something, you actually have to have something to say. saying it's random things that happen to us sure that's something that is something What is it that we're saying? The only thing we're really saying here is that 
we're alive, we're enjoying life, we're walking around, things are happening. Some of it may be deeper than other things. But are we really solving the fundamental problems of the world? You know? Are we really getting to the essence of things? I'm seeing for the first time what looks like a train light. I wonder if that's new or old. I never saw it before. Like a tower with a light on it and a signal for a train on abandoned tracks. Examine that closely. <sighs> Looks like it's been there for a long time. I just never noticed it. I can't believe that. notice it for the first time. It's amazing how you just ignore things. But someone spent a pretty penny on this train track crossing here. So they are dedicated to keeping these train tracks even though they're abandoned. I'll take a picture of the signal for our today's show. It's some rusted old pipe with holes in it. Looks like it's been damaged multiple times. It's got a ladder that's been knocked off. There you go. That's today's picture. But see, this is what we have learned. Originally, I thought, you know what? If I, um, if I, uh, connect everything together, it'll give meaning. But now I realize that meaning is not to be had. That... I mean, <clears throat> things are so difficult to communicate, let's put it that way. We're surrounded by models and theories and mathematics. People have been trying to share things. 
There's so much knowledge to be had, so many books that are for free. I mean, we're literally surrounded by it. So really, attention and focus is the prime commodity in today's world. Like, what can you focus on? What can you pay attention to? The development of consciousness. That's what uh, meditation teaches you. That's what Buddhism teaches you. The development of awareness. And I guess to put yourself into perspective, objectively, put myself into perspective. Develop some kind of self-awareness. So one thing that um, one thing that I like is the agorism idea from Free Talk Live. The guy was saying, "Nothing. No one owes you anything. You don't have any expectations of anyone doing anything for you unless they want to." I think that's a good a good way to look at it. That's a useful model, I think. But to put ourselves into the perspective of others, to see ourselves in the eyes of others, I think is a good first step in communicating. And I don't, I don't do that enough. Too often I'm lost in my own thoughts, in love with some idea that I'm following, ignoring everything else. Or am I running away from the painful reality by focusing on some idea? You see? Is focusing on mathematics, for example, an escape from the horrible reality of such a, what a horrible person I am? Or, let's say, the I mean, it's funny because everyone can be seen as horrible or judged by someone else, right? And that, I guess that's part of it. And putting that into perspective and into balance, <clears throat> I think is important. Like, if you don't like something, 
It just might be a gut reaction. It might not be a fair judgment of someone else. Someone's criticism of you might not be, you know, a fair judgment of you. Um, Etc. I guess I'm just waffling here. Just waffling. But you know, sometimes we need to have some introspective or some reflective thoughts about people, about things. And I was having that today. I was listening to different things and I was having some thoughts. And um, also working on these fractions. I don't know what it is. My phone is ringing. Let's see who's calling. Okay, we're going shopping. Okay, kids. I got some shopping done. I picked up a whole chicken for eight dollars and uh, some frozen soup vegetables and a dozen bagels. And the soup vegetables have got okra and everything, beans, a whole mix of things. How convenient is that? And somebody's been eating my Swiss chard in the garden. It's like those deer. They just live to come and eat Swiss chard. So I'm taking the quick road back. And, um... I do think that I'm kind of breaking out of my bubble my cicada cocoon now with this study of mathematics that's shown me the error in my thinking I guess you could study anything and come to that conclusion if you think about it hard enough. So as I always say, how's the weather over there? What do you think about the Mets? How the Mets? The Yankees? Are you a Mets or a Yankees fan? That's what I want to know. Yes, yeah, so these, um, they're searching for prime numbers has really, uh, gotten me into a tizzy. And, uh, today's going to be a short episode. I'm going to go carry this stuff home and then we're going to be done. Maybe I'll give you a second episode today 
but I keep my promise. And um, we're going swimming, so that'll make up for my lack of walking. But it's already so freaking hot. Maybe I'll go again when the sun goes down, if I feel like it. But you're going to get one episode from me a day, at least. Unbroken. The unbroken promise. And you'll know that there's a problem. If, uh... You'll know that there's a problem. something else happens. But I did figure out something. I did figure out something, guys. And it's really the question of open source mentality or not. So, my mentality is the open source one, compile everything, get to the root of it, understand the fundamentals, and build it back up. But not everyone has that mentality. Some people want to have abstractions handed to them. They want to learn certain types of abstractions. They want things to be formatted in a certain way that's easy to understand. I can understand that. It's like, why do we speak English? Why don't we all make up our own language? Wouldn't that be more convenient? So that's one thing that I realize. Yeah, we're going to have a lot more to talk about in the future. A lot more to think about. I'm going to think about some stuff right now. So I will talk to you guys in the next episode. Because I don't feel like saying anything else right now. Alright then. Let me check my time. It's 9 o'clock. And uh, we got 31 minutes. That's kind of short. Maybe I'll just go on pause. And I'll come back at you. Okay. We're going to continue for a couple of minutes. And it is hot, 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 kids. Let me tell you. Hot, hot, hot. I'm ready to go swim, swim, swim. So I was just thinking. 
about this idea of, let's say, putting yourself in context. And I guess that's part of the brain, like a social function. Social function. So, um, I was thinking about thought structures and how we might have one thought structure that imagines itself in a larger context, but how we can never really escape our mind. We can just imagine escaping. We can just imagine the bigger world around us. Instead of being a perspective, seeing out, we could imagine ourselves as a dot in a huge field. Just an ant in an anthill. Just a star in the galaxy. You know, just one of many on the beach. Just like the pure insignificance of ourselves. We could think about that for a while. insignificant, irrelevant, out of touch, out of place. Here's that transformer. I had to take a different route because some dudes in safety vests like mine were uh, swarming over the train tracks. I guess they're continuing to work today. So I had to go around to the transformer, the buzzing, and they got a little fan there, it's turned off. My dad was saying that he thinks the transformer makes different sounds depending on the load, that it might make a larger buzzing sound when there's no load. But I bet this thing is just wasting energy right now. We could be using, doing Bitcoin mining on it on its excess energy, like they were saying. I guess if you made a deal with PSENG, with the energy company, to buy off whatever electricity they don't have for Bitcoin mining, that might be interesting. Not sure how that would work. But it's a good idea, right? Got lots of ideas. But we're really, today, we're focused on understanding the schemas and the ways we think 
and to step out of those, to reflect on our thought patterns. Now what I'm going to do when I get home is I'm going to look at the results of my program and I'm going to see if there's any patterns in there, any common patterns and where they occur and how often. As I told you these frames, each frame is a unique set of predecessor to successor. So inside of the decimal expansions, when two numbers occur next to each other, without going to a different one, if it always has a, one, a mapping of one to one, so if it's like one over seven, we said was one, four, two, eight, five, seven, right? So that's only one frame where every number is mapped onto the next number. Now we don't have the ordering in there directly. We start at any number. But it just has who's the successor for each one. But some of these have 600 frames. So they have 600 unique mappings. And I want to analyze the number of frames relating to the size of the number, and whether or not it's prime or not, and which numbers have common frames where one of the frames is the same as another number and how these numbers relate. Are they prime, co-prime, composites? What's the prime factorization and so forth? So that's what I'll be looking into today. Yeah, I started to read the, the proof of the MIDI theorem and it has nothing to do with the base. It could be expressed in any base that you have some number raised to the n some base raised to the n minus 1 where n is the prime number is that right? So seven could have seven digits, which is 10 raised to the seventh minus one, 10 raised to the sixth. Yeah, that's right. But the MIDI theorem would apply to other bases as well. Boy, I was sweating here like crazy. So uh, yeah. That's it, guys. I'm getting out of here, and I'll see you maybe tonight. All right, bye-bye.
Fit <laughs> 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 